Hey there. Welcome to the in-between. That was not as smooth as it normally is. I thought it was fine. Great. Um, I almost said, uh, every time you do it, I want to say thank you. Every single time. <laughs> hey, welcome to the in-between. Like, well, thank you. Well, thank you. I'm glad to be here. I'm, I'm glad to be here. <laughs> no, it's, yeah, it's always a always a pleasure to to get to hang out and, and talk about uh, what's coming up. Um, funny, uh, I talked to Mama Good. Um, Bryn's mama, um, this past Sunday. Yeah. Um, and she said, like, she said that when she's listening to us talk on the in-between that she, it's, it's, she was like, it's great. Cause it's like, you know, you're sitting by the fire and I don't think I've ever pictured us like in here, like while we're doing this sitting by a fire, I'd be all about it. Yeah. That'd be <laughs> way, way cooler than what, what it actually is, which is just a Actually, it's kind of cold today. Yeah. That's little, me, me speaking. A little bit of a gray room. I'm wearing my sweatshirt. I know it. I shouldn't have taken my jacket off. Yeah. But no. Yeah. I mean, I think I think that's the right way to picture us, though. Sure. Sitting around. It's like a hunting lodge. It's like a hunting lodge. Yep. We've all, you know, we've got a coffee or something. we got to do this outside sometime. Or something. Mm-hmm. Dog laying on a bear rug right in front of the fireplace. There you go. I'm having some ideas for the office building. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, we, we're going to have to get a dog. Exactly right. Um, you know, we have a, um, I bought Ginger a few years ago, a fake fireplace for our bedroom. You ever seen those? No. Oh, actually, what, yeah, the, the ones that I've seen. It's a digital them. fireplace. I haven't seen yours. Yeah. I, yeah right. And it's allegedly even a heater as well, but I mean, never. I, I, I would hate to see what the there. electricity does when that's uh, <laughs> when that thing's turned on. But just to create the right kind of sound and yeah and 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 lighting in the room it's really it's really kind of fun that's what we could do we could at least do that buy a fake fireplace for mama good yeah i think that she's a treasure she is yep. absolutely yep um yeah but that i thought that was funny that she that she said that it's just me and chris today um you know as we get closer to thanksgiving and then as we get closer to christmas there's going to be a lot of uh, vacation days being taken. Right. So, <laughs> right, a lot of family and stuff like that. Um, do you have family plans already for th- uh, Christmas? Christmas, I don't think they're settled. I don't always check those texts. Yeah, I, I, I go where people tell me. <laughs> just where? Just tell me where I'm supposed. Tell me where to I'm be. supposed to be. I don't. I'm to be I don't right. have anything to do with this. Um, that's so funny because there's a lot of times people will be like, "Hey, we should hang out," or like, "We should." You get our families together. I'm like, yeah, talk to Lori. Exactly. Yeah. We, jokingly, and I don't mean this flippantly, uh, and part of it's in our family system. It's because I'm I'm kind of always down for it. Like, yeah, sure, exactly. sure, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And Ginger is much more protective of yeah. family time, which wisely so. I'm not. That's not a negative. That's yeah. She's just smarter than I am about that stuff. And so we we kind of refer to her as the scheduling committee sometimes like yeah. listen you need to take that to the scheduling committee and again that may sound rude i really don't mean it it's it's more of because if if she if you get a yes from her you you probably have a yes from me yeah like that's just kind of a well yeah and i i mean she knows and i'm now speaking of Lori. she knows more of what it takes to get our family from one place to another or to exactly to put something like that together and i'm like yeah we'll make it happen yep like, that's right. That's kind of the the blindness of the tactician. Like, yeah, I'm yes. sure it'll work. It'll work out fine. No big deal. What what kids? <laughs> what what preparations? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. That's the 
error, but it's pretty common, isn't it? I, I think so. I think that I think that there's there's probably one in every couple. So I I trust her for that. She's the expert on that that kind of stuff. So yeah. I don't know. We are we are having family in for Thanksgiving, which mm-hmm. is awesome. Um, and she's taking care of all that. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's that'll be fun. Um, I'm not bad about help. I'm I'm a good helper, but I don't need to on stuff like that. I need to have someone who knows what they're doing manage me. Yes. Like you're the expert, you know what you're doing. I tell, trust. Tell you. me what to do. Tell me what the I'll best thing is done. to do next. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. No, I feel the same way. Um. Yeah, we've got uh, Lori's family's coming in, or her parents are coming into town this time, and when my sisters um, are doing Thanksgiving with their other families. Um. So I think probably my parents and Lori's parents will get to have Thanksgiving together because. That just seems right if it's mom and dad being in town. Yep. And then for Christmas, uh, Christmas is always like we we've done the like since we got married we've done the like we do Thanksgiving with one family like on Thanksgiving we do Thanksgiving with one family, and then the other family gets Christmas Day. Interesting. But there's always going to be Christmas with both. Right. Right. Like you can't. No Christmas for you. Like that's just not a yep. thing. Ginger and I have already decided. We're going to be the flexible ones. Yes. Okay, so this is our first year for this. Check this out. Mm-hmm. Um, not that this has much to do with the sermon, but family stuff. This is the first year that one of my children is choosing between two houses. Ooh. This is the first time it's happened. It's always been, well, Ginger and I are having to choose between two houses. Where, where right. do we go when? All that kind of stuff. And now we've got, so because Mark's been dating Shannon now for over a year, it's... that's. So my family's coming in yeah. for Thanksgiving, and Mark won't be there because, as I understand it right now, he's going to be hanging out with Shannon's family on Thanksgiving. And Ginger and I have decided long ago, we, we do this thing where we write notes to each other, to ourselves and as we get older, like, hey, remember this as you get older. Hey, remember this when you get older. And, and that was one of our early on ones as a young married couple was, we're going to be the flexible ones. Yes, yeah. we want Thanksgiving. I don't care if it's in October. Like, that's I want a Thanksgiving meal with everybody. I want everybody to be there. That's yeah, my desire. But we're going to be flexible. But when it happens is not what matters to me is everyone being there. When it happens is is not that important. And may not yeah. be that everybody can be there. I mean, I may have kids scattered all around and Yeah. See, I mean that's that's really cool. My I don't I don't know the timing of it was um, always a thing, but my family growing up, we were the flexible ones. We were the ones that always went to everyone else right like to to make it happen we would go right um and part of that was a necessity because you know at one point dad was in amarillo like or dad was at a church in amarillo we were in which is not close to anything in the entire no right yeah no one um the (laughs) which actually yeah (laughs) shout out amarillo (laughs) um that's where i was born and my uh can anything good come from amarillo (laughs) that's exactly what that feels like (laughs) something about the northern part of a (laughs) state or country like love it no um but uh actually my um dad's parents came to amarillo whenever i was born and there was this big blizzard and they like kind of freaked papa out because he was like you know if we wanted to go home we couldn't right now right like they anyway so there was a whole lot of like everyone stays where they are and we went to them and that kind of like i think it burned my sisters a little bit um, or at least some of them, um, because they, they have that like, uh, reaction to it of like, well, we're going to, 
do what our family needs to do instead mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. always taking our family to whatever. And I'm like, I I think we have the grace to be flexible. So my family's probably going to be the flexible ones. Good. Um, I hope so. But I really think that helps. It helps when you're the young couple. Yeah. Especially when you got, you know, new babies and stuff like that, that, yeah. that one family's willing to be the, let's go, you know, we'll, we'll, we're okay. It's a little bit weird though, because like we want to be flexible, but we're also like, we're the ones that house the grandparents. Right. Like they're in Tyler. So <laughs> we'll come to you, but I guess we're going to figure that out, which is actually part of, we're going to be going to, um, Colorado, I think the last part of the last week of December, um, to see my sister, my oldest sister. Um, but that's, you know, it's fun. That is fun. Just to get to go see family, which, so there is a transition here. Sorry. I was starting this whole thing to talk about how, when my family used to go to other places, I was always like the, not always, but I was the younger cousin. Most of the time, my dad's sister's kids were younger than me, but most of the time I'm the, I'm the, I'm pretty young in our family. And so I was always like the really obnoxious kid that just wanted to get to the presence. Oh, interesting. Like, can we just, can we just go, can we, why are we still eating? I think, I think mom <laughs> tells a story of one time we were in Nacogdoches um, and we were at, we were eating at uh, Clear Springs. Yes. Um, over there, there by the railroad tracks. And uh, I'm like climbing across the table. Saying, can we go now? Yeah, why are we still here? Because the presents are at the house. Right. Um, and um, I remember being like reprimanded, being scolded for, for this reaction. Like, it is way more important for us to hang out with our family and to treasure the time with our family than the presents. Sure. I can see a kid understanding that. No. <laughs> <laughs> If there was a kid that could understand that, it wasn't me. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so, uh, you know, like I, I grew up with a lot of shame from that. And I just was reading this uh, quote. Um, that was talking about how, like, you know, that that childlike Oh, yeah, fervor, using this Sunday for sure. Um, that childlike fervor for, um, uh, for you know, opening the presents and, 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 and getting that is, is actually how we're supposed to approach Advent. And I was like, justified. (laughs) Yeah. I really like that. And I am going to use that. I'm actually probably going to sort of wrap up the sermon there. Yeah. Um, as we, so I'm going to start with a kind of a summary of first Peter looks like, and then move into Psalm 130 among other things. Yeah. Um, I've kind of restructured. We're probably going to get to Simeon, week two or even week three of Advent now. Really? Um, yeah. Okay. As, I, as I've reworked it a little bit. Because I really want to unpack this idea of waiting. Yeah. And and I don't want to skimp on it at all. No. And and so talking about... I, and I really do think like it's something that we could talk about for... Yeah. Yeah. Like we could do... I think it'll actually move really naturally into the January yeah. stuff about who we are as a church. Because here's the deal. Mm-hmm. Here's what I realized. So connect. Let's connect it to that. Uh, you know, the kid who's asking every single day for at least 25 days: Is it Christmas Day yet? Right? Uh-huh. Is it today? Is it today? Um, growing up as a kid, and I don't know the exact language, although I heard it over and over again. But the the my family talks about my third 
Christmas when I came running into my parents' house and my parents' room and was like, you know, he, he came and he bringed me a fire truck. Like that was my, I came running in. I'm like, he came, he came, he came. Did he bring me a fire truck? Like, cause that's what I got on Christmas. That's a, amazing. A huge fire. It was, I don't know how big it actually was, but my memory of it was, it was a monstrosity. I love that. That's fantastic. Um, and so, in fact, I may need to look online to see big fire truck. I may need, to, I may need another big fire truck for Christmas this year. <laughs> Where's the big fire truck? That's right. It's not going to be one as cool. You can count well, on sure. that. It's going to be mean, plastic junk. Mine was metal. A giant metal. Fire. I could ride on it as a three-year-old. That gives you any hint and what a wow what an awesome toy it was. It that was, was so cool. Anyway, enough of that. The but <laughs> but I think that idea. I like that idea of. That's what we're waiting on, and the, and that. So the question here's the thing: the kid doesn't have any choice but to wait. No, I mean it's no. You're it's you're not opening happen. it right. You, yeah. May, maybe if you've got one of those you know, wimpy parents who let you open a gift on Christmas Eve. Ooh, Ooh. shots fired. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Which we actually do sometimes, (laughs) and sometimes we don't. I'll be honest. And it probably is largely cowardice. Sometimes I'm the wimpy parent. Well, sometimes, I think part of it is because sometimes I want to open a present. Yeah, like, (laughs) I'm an adult now. But, uh, can we open one? Can we open just one? I've told you about the, uh, like, not outgrown it. Lori and Art, my thing. Which actually, we were, I was talking to Paul about this last um, podcast. Um, Which, but, by the way, I've not still gotten to listen to. Right, so I'll just tell you what I said because it wouldn't load. Sorry, it's it's who knows fault who on that one, right? Yeah. Um, technology hates Chris, if you don't know. But um, so Lori and I have a thing, and it's really my thing. I don't want to put this on Lori. Like. I don't understand if I buy something for my wife, I don't understand waiting to give it to her. Like I have spent the money on this thing. Why shouldn't she be enjoying it now? Why shouldn't she be enjoying yep, it now? I get it. My wife would totally agree with you. And the, <laughs> um, the like it, I mean, this is, so this is like not, not intuitive to me, the waiting to give a present yeah. thing. Um, and, uh, as we were talking about it last, last podcast, I felt really like, pinched by that i guess that like oh i should waiting is probably not the thing that i think that it is there you go and anyway but it is like that i very much feel that like in inside of me like i want to give you this right why would i not give you this now (laughs) um which of course brings that paradox um then you got to buy feeling. more presents. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I kind of do. Um, but that it does bring that paradox feeling. We were talking about earlier before we started recording the the idea that the, these these things that are intention um, are not uh, they're not actual paradox. They just feel like it, right? Um, they just like it's our it's our intuition to read them as paradox. And yep. anyway. Because of our limitations. Yeah. Yep. No, I think I think it's a beautiful thing. And, uh, yeah, I would be in huge trouble because I usually have all of my Christmas shopping done by November 1. Mm. And so, and and our problem is I, I do all the Christmas shopping before November 1, and that includes a lot of times stuff for the kids. 
And then from November 1 to December 25, Ginger is periodically finding things that she wants for the kids. Yeah. And and so then she sometimes gets them if we don't communicate. In fact, I'm a little panicked. It's it's like November 23rd, and we've not collated our lists yet. Yeah. And uh, so. we could have the next two or three Christmases already <laughs> already taken care of. Big Christmas for the Lake family. <laughs> <laughs> we usually get them all together before now, but... Mm. No, I am a, it's one of the things that united our families very much so is, is Christmas, uh, more so Christmas, it used to be birthdays, but more so Christmas is both of our families just go nuts. Yeah. And it doesn't feel, I mean, I know that a lot of times the kids struggle with understanding the, the difference between we're celebrating the birth of the savior mm-hmm. versus I get to open presents. Yeah. I I don't mind linking those. Like I'd rather just focus my attention on linking those. Like yes, you get to open presents that you didn't earn. We never do the were you a good girl, good boy or bad like that question. Ooh. I'm like no, we don't do that one because Santa doesn't deliver presents based on merit. Santa delivers presents based on Santa. Based Santa on, is a based on Santa. That's yeah. right. Um, based on Santa's grace. That's that right. Giving, which if you if you haven't actually uh, um, heard the like the story of why we why Saint Nicholas is associated with giving gifts, mm-hmm. like that's pretty cool that he would like sneak into um, people's houses like and and give them basically like poor girls like a dowry right in their sock, yep like. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's pretty neat. Yep. Um. Anyway, and he also punched heretics, which is just awesome. <laughs> I'm sure we'll get to see a, a t-shirt somewhere near there that has that. John Keeling, we are counting on you. That's right. We need to get our get ourselves get our staff ones. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I think I think there's something really cool about this idea of, and I would. It's wild how things build. Yeah. As we start doing it, but. I would never have, like, it was not my initial intuition or either of our initial intuition to focus on our waiting at the beginning. It was first, which is what we will start, is the the idea of, of, of how long they were waiting the first time. Yeah. And and what that means and, and even how they learn to tolerate waiting. Because, oh, get back to my original point, because mm-hmm. here's going to be the point of Advent, and it'll build, I think it'll build real naturally into December, I mean into January as we talk about who we are as a church, is, okay, you're going to wait. I mean, it's not like anything we're going to do is going to speed this process up, right? I mean, right? Jesus is coming back when Jesus is coming back. Yeah, we don't know when that time is, and we would be terrible at picking that time. Yes, and and I don't I don't think we get a vote. I think there are things that that maybe we have a role in, like you know the gospels preached to all nations type of thing. But but by that depending on how you define that, mm-hmm. that's been done a long time ago based on some definition, based on the most stringent like people group language whatever definitions. We're still close to having that done. I mean, we could easily have that. You know, the Gospel of John in every language, even languages that are essentially a single tribe of people speak this language. Right. And I don't I don't think somehow that's the magic waiting thing that God is waiting on. I think God could he could he could come back now and be totally have been honest in that prediction. So if I can say it that way, that, that we wouldn't go like, wait, there's still like four tribes. Like I I think we're 
we have reasonably covered that base. And even then, like, how would we even have defined it? In some ways, every right. gospel is preached in every nation within three or four generations of Christ. And so, um, anyway, but that whole, I just don't think we have a say in it. By the way, did you know that the Jews, many Jews, of course, as I had my Jewish friend tell me, you have three, you have two Jews, you have three opinions on every topic. <laughs> but yeah, but is that they do think that that they're that Christ is or Christ, their Christ who hasn't come yet is waiting on certain things from them. Um, were you there the year that we had the speaker speak to us and like when they showed us the things they have built to be prepared for the temple yes, when it's I was, done? I was in the in the whatever thing. Yeah, and the woman at the end and is she was like, like <laughs> you know, maybe someday we'll be worthy. Yeah. To have him well, come. it was that. It was also her saying that like and and these are ready so we can like if we you know ha- did it now we could take these in and right. and you were like but you wouldn't take it in. Right, exactly. As a, as a woman, you wouldn't be taking it in. But uh, anyway, Yeah, she was like, when we're yeah, worthy. How, yeah, it's, that we're just not thing. worthy yet. Yeah, and that was the whole, they weren't waiting on the Lord, he was waiting on them. Mm. And that I, I remember that sucking the life out of me, breaking my heart. So yeah, no, it definitely broke my heart. Here's a few of the examples, and I'll mention these Sunday, but if Israel, if all of Israel would repent just one time, then, then, then the Messiah would come. If is if Israel observed a Shabbat properly once, all of Israel, then he would he would come. If there was a generation totally innocent, <laughs> good luck with that. Yeah, I don't right? know. It's not happening. But what's weird is there's another half, and they're all the negative. Like if a generation were to completely lose hope, then he would come. And it's just a it's just a weird. Um, I mean, I. It it just lays the weight once again on us, and I, I don't think we have a set. I think what we our role is to wait, and we don't get to make this happen sooner. So the question obviously becomes, how then should we wait? Because mm. we're going to wait until he's ready. Yeah. So the question becomes, how then should we wait? And I think that theme rolls into January. Even mm. how do we wait? What does it look like to be a church in waiting? Yeah. Yep. I'm 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 not good at it. I don't want to. Right. I very much and I've I've said this for a while. Like I feel like we could be called the um microwave generation. Yeah. But I feel like that's more than just my generation. Like it definitely extends past my generation but i think it probably was before my generation as well this idea that it's better if it's faster yeah yeah that that's a yeah i agree i think that's a false idea yeah no um the and i think there is some like turn back to things that things that take time have an inherent like uh, value to them, but it's not. It's not even that. I think that I think that the the waiting has value. Um, and and that's so counterintuitive, at least to me. Um, right. Yeah. I don't know. Like I think I think we got we got a long way to go, and I'm excited to do that this this christmas those of y'all that know me know that i'm 
not super excited about singing the Christmas songs. But I was actually thinking about that um, along the same lines. I think that, you know, there's we all have baggage when it comes to things. Um, I had grew up, grew up in a very traditional church, and Christmas was, you know, the, the, the pageant time. Like, we would do a big show mm, and mm-hmm. everything like that, and it always seemed like the Christmas songs were, you sang those as a show, um, and they didn't have a whole lot of, depth or meaning um inside of them and i think that um i've got a a few um i've got a playlist that i'm putting together where i'm just listening to new versions of songs and trying to listen to the um Mm, don't be messing with them too much i I know what you're saying (laughs) um but like the just just trying to listen to the words as opposed to oh gosh yes just hearing them the same way Oh um, yeah. And reading them as poetry, reading them as poetry and yep. stuff like that. And it's like, okay, well let's, let's talk about what this actually means. Mm. But there is so much, uh, um, nostalgia, yep. um, attached to all of these songs that, um, you, you do have to be very careful. That's right. That we don't, <laughs> we don't mess it up. Um, but, uh, We'll we'll probably do a couple different versions of at least two of the songs I've nice. already I've already found. I'm I, I've got a mandolin part that I'm working on that's not easy. So mandolin makes it feel more traditional. Yeah, I'm just I, telling you. I don't no, know. No, I agree. I, there's I, and so uh, if I'm going to recommend a, uh, a Christmas album to somebody this year, um, Wren Collective, I think last year came out with. One and because of their folksy instrumentation that they use, it just—I—I I don't know. There's part of it that I really enjoyed, and they've got a version of "God Rest You Merry Gentlemen" um, uh, that I think we're going to do um, because it's very cool, cool, and also sounds like "God Rest You Merry Gentlemen." Nice. But not this Sunday. This Sunday we're doing the full rock version. We're going to go full Hiram on God Rest You Merry Gentlemen. That's... <laughs> oh, that's so fun. We're starting already. Yep. Oh, yeah. It's Advent. That's right. We it's Advent start. this you, Sunday, you man. Can't, you You're can't be, right. Can't be messing around with that. We've got four Sundays of it and not five. That's right. Just for the record. So if you want to hear Christmas music at South Spring Baptist Church, you've got these four Sundays and <laughs> the night of worship on the 15th, which yep. we haven't really uh, talked about, but we will. Yep. And then uh, and then we've got uh, the Christmas Eve service. So six opportunities. Yep. That's, That's awesome. it. <laughs> and and all the other times in between if you want to. <laughs> Oh shoot! Anyway, yep. yeah, it's gonna be fun, and I'm excited about uh, what we're talking about and what we're learning about together. So let's do. Yeah, be encouraged. <laughs>